Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hello, everybody. We are so happy that you can join us today. Today, we're chatting about the good old pivot the pivoting to your passion, the figuring out what the heck you can work on right now to start getting your feet wet, kind of like testing the waters of this whole creative biz ownership thing, make some actual money, and then actually transition to what is like the fire in your soul, right? Starting with your MVP and what that means, and then explain to you kind of how we kept that top of mind in our own creative business journeys and how we kind of think it's like the thing that people need to be focusing on instead of other fluff. Sure. So for those of you who are like, what the heck's an MVP? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the most valuable player on your baseball team. I mean, kind of. But <laughs> this is your most viable product. <laughs> so what is the thing that you can sell today Mm -hmm. without having to learn a new skill, without having to go to school or take a class or, you know, start your life over, Mm -hmm. basically. What can you bring to market right away that you can sell and make money off of? Mm -hmm. I know a lot of you are like, but I didn't want to go into business to sell this thing. Obviously, I wanted to start a business so I could change my life, not have it the same way. But this is a stepping stone, babes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we want to help you find the thing that is going to bring you the money the quickest so that you're able to build the pot, mm-hmm. build that nest egg so that you can eventually transition to that dreamy role that you've been having your eye on. Because here's what you guys are doing right now. You have your eye on like the end end game, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I want you to kind of like have that vision, right? But I feel like so many of us put the pressure on ourselves at the beginning to know exactly what we wanna offer in our creative business, 
what we want it to be called, what we want, you know, everything inside of it to be made up of. And so we stall, right? We think, oh, I don't know exactly what the answers to those questions are, so I'm just going to keep learning things. And I'm just gonna keep like staying at my day job or not doing this other thing or taking it as seriously because I don't have that crystal clear version yet. And instead, we want you to dive in at least to one of the levels. So where you're getting paid, to do something that you're good at, even if that thing right now isn't what's going to be like your business in a year or five years or whatever. So let us explain to you kind of how that looked like in our own lives so you can maybe kind of get an idea of things that you could be doing in your own business. Yeah, I think a lot of you get stuck on, well, but how does this work for me? I'm not even sure what my product could be. I am starting from ground zero. And while we get that, when we started our own business, I mean, keep in mind, we started separately. Mm -hmm. So we ran several different businesses prior to opening Think Creative Collective. But the business we were in directly before we started working together is I own my own branding, website design, and, you know, overall marketing shop where I worked with small business owners because that's what I went to school for. Mm -hmm. That's what I had spent my entire career working on. That's what I knew the ins and outs of. I could work with a client and whip a brand out in hours. It wasn't something I needed to learn. I didn't need to know new software. I just needed to work on getting clients in the door. Mm -hmm. The actual creation process was something I was very familiar with. And I started as a photographer and that photography business definitely shifted over the years, but it was still with me picking up a camera, shooting something, editing it and providing deliverables. That was it. Who I was talking to changed when I realized that I wanted to kind of niche in a different way in the same sense that who Abby was talking to changed when she was taking on freelance clients. They got to be different types of businesses and different size of businesses, but she just dove in. It wasn't this like awakening of, okay, we're in our homes and we're wanting to start this creative business. Let me like create this academy where I want to have all of these people from around the world, like teaching and learning and sharing and growing. I didn't even know that that was a thing that I wanted or needed in my life when I first started that journey in 2011. And so I had to pick up something that I knew I could start making money with that week. Like if I were to call some people if I were to have some people recognize what I was doing, what could I say? Let's get you booked. Let's get some money transaction going on here. And let me like do a service for you for money. That was photography, period. So think about what is it in your life that you're already good at? You know, what do people come for? What do people call you about? It's often the things that you're giving away <laughs> yeah. that you could be charging money yeah. for. The people that are calling you up, you know, for a, like a nonprofit is calling you up and asking you to help them with this thing. Often that's a thing you could be charging for as mm -hmm. a service. And I want to tell you secrets out. Most of the time, this thing you could be offering is a service. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people want to run a product-based business. And hands down, I'm going to cheer you on with that. It's going to be so amazing. But to get your foot out the door and to really start making 
more money more quickly. Mm-hmm. I think the majority of you in general are best off creating some sort of service-based business because you can charge more mm-hmm. and get those clients in the door and eventually transition into something where you have to worry about manufacturing right. and investing something in on the front end. But the service, all you need is your skills and a website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of you, even if you're wanting to go into the service industry, a lot of you, I recommend starting out in the one-on-one atmosphere, even if like that's not your end goal. Like I don't want to take one-on-one clients forever. I didn't either. I, as soon as I was transitioning and we'll go into more of what this journey looks like. So you can have an idea of like literally how the pivot looks But when I was transitioning from a lifestyle photographer to working with more creative business owners, doing pictures for them, realizing that I was giving them a lot of business advice in our photo sessions, I then started offering one-on-one strategy sessions to kind of test it. Do I even like doing this? Do I even like teaching? Do I like working this intimately with another business? And then what does that pivot to? What can that transition and change to, to kind of let me explore this more and that eventually transitioned into offering an actual program. So a course, like an online course. So it's about the baby steps that are going to take you to what is the entire point, right? So what I want you to focus on instead of like, okay, I have my nine to five and like, I want to have this creative business and I want to sell, you know, planners or I want to be a wedding planner or a photographer or create courses or, you know, do online counseling, whatever it may be, right? Like that's like the end word. It's the thing we tell you to focus on all the time. And here we're going to bring it up again. I want you to focus on why you want that. What is the purpose of you achieving that goal? What does that create for you? What does it change in your life? What does it change about your lifestyle? How you like literally live, how you work, how you interact with your friends and family? How does it change you financially? How does it fulfill you differently than where you are right now? That is what I want you to have top of mind when you're making the tiny baby steps and the decisions to work towards that end thing. So I think we're so overwhelmed by going from literally zero to 60 overnight is what we feel like we have to do, right? I have to go from like nine to five teacher to like online coach and therapist and create a yoga retreat like in a month, right? We think that that's the next step. But if that's like the end thing, that's like the physical or the offer, whatever, what is the why? What's the purpose? What's the reason for that thing? And let that fuel you to say yes or no to tiny pivots in between. There can be a lot of steps in between. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us think, well, if I offer this thing now, then my very next move is to offer the ideal thing I've always dreamt of. Right. And... You know, sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes making these small pivots and these small changes to ultimately get to where you want to go. And sometimes you just can't rush it. Mm -mm. And that sucks. (laughs) Like, I get it. It sucks because you want, I know a lot of you are like, I want the magic pill. I want the quick solution. I want to make the buck. I want to have this life that I've been dreaming of. And though I think it is totally possible for you, and though I think you are 100% capable, I want to give you a realistic vision of what your future is like. And that might mean 
making some little changes along the way to get you closer and closer and closer Mm -hmm. to that ideal place. When we first started, it was more of a conversation. It wasn't, I want to build this thing and have these people and do this thing on a daily basis. It was more abstract than that. It was much more, I feel called to do more, to help Mm -hmm. people, to like have a different kind of lifestyle where I'm not tied to my desk and I don't necessarily have to respond to client emails. It was a lifestyle we were searching for, not necessarily teaching. Right. We weren't, I want to be course creators. Right. That wasn't what we were going for. It was a lifestyle. And for you, it might be the same thing. You have something in mind. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's the way you want to live. Maybe it's where you want to live. Maybe it's how you run your day to day. But ultimately, whatever it is, it might take several steps along the way. Mm -hmm. And it might take a couple years to get there. But the reason why we're telling you to focus on your MVP is because along those several steps and the couple years that it might take, we want you to be making money. Yes. (laughs) We don't want you sitting here having this dream and it's a someday thing and it's a maybe thing. And it's a, okay, well, when I have all my ducks in a row, that's when I can make it happen. No, (laughs) first of all, that's going to be harder on everyone involved if that's the mentality that you keep focusing on and telling yourself that that one day it can happen. And if you think that all of a sudden you'll wake up and all the buckets will be filled for you to just create this thing and have this new lifestyle and job, let this be your wake up call that that is not realistic. That does not happen. It takes us making the scary decisions. It takes us making the leaps. It takes us sacrificing on some stuff now in order to even be shown where we're supposed to be. But I want you bringing in cash dollar bills while you're figuring that out. There is no no reason why you have to, when you're waiting on this dream and waiting on the passion, waiting for it to be the right time, There is absolutely no reason why you cannot be rewarded financially by doing something that makes you happy and fuels your soul. We were rewarded right away. There was no downtime. Like I was able to replace my cushy corporate income in 30 days from getting laid off from my job. Emily was in an environment where there was a recession. And there just weren't jobs to be had. And so she created one for herself. And sure, she had to learn a few lessons along the way. And she definitely spent some time undercharging for what she was worth. But when she got her feet under herself and started actually implementing the business side of running her business, despite it not being the thing she wanted to do for the rest of her life, Mm -hmm. she was able to support her family. Mm -hmm. And together we built a multiple six-figure business in 12 months. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be this crazy thing that's like, well, if I do this, I'm just going to scrape by and I'm going to live paycheck to paycheck. You can be super profitable Mm -hmm. and start to have some of those lifestyle elements, even if it's not necessarily like 
exactly what right. you want right the now. The end, end result. So let's talk about that transition of how it looked like for us. We've talked about this a couple of times, but I want to go into like some of the details that we maybe just haven't touched on yet. So you can begin to see the multiple transitions that happened in our own businesses separately. And then when we formed TCC and kind of some lessons that we learned along the way and maybe some stuff that we would do differently. So you can take that and make sure. it even better for yourself. So I'll start as when I was a photographer, I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but I was doing lifestyle sessions with families, realized that I was kind of getting connected to some other creatives in my town, started offering to shoot some of their blog images so they could be a part of their images and their lifestyle blogs and their brands. And I loved doing that. Started stylizing sessions with a couple of local bloggers in town. Thought that that's maybe where I was going to go. Maybe I'll like you know, be a creative director for something and like help style these shoots for companies like Michael's and, and TJ Maxx and Tuesday morning and all of these places that we we're working with realized that while it was fun and it was like a creative experience, that's not the route that I wanted to keep going, but it built my portfolio. I was getting paid. I was making connections. And what I realized that I was doing in those sessions while I'm setting up plates and balloons and banners that I'm talking about, oh, here's what you should be doing on Instagram instead. Oh, have you not emailed your people? Here's what I've been learning. And I think you should try to implement this and let me know how it goes. I realized that I love just dishing out strategy instead. And so that was my first pivot. Okay, well, I'm not going to broadcast that I'm doing these stylized sessions. I'll do them for the people that are coming in, but I'm gonna broadcast that I wanna do one-on-one -on -one strategy sessions. Started implementing coaching, consulting, and like social media audits and helping people, you know, see the holes in their business and give them ideas on what to try. Realized that I absolutely freaking love that. And then I saw, okay, people are asking the same questions over and over again. And once you start to hear that and you start to see that in your business, it's like the angels sing and you're like, I can just create this course and that answers all of these questions that everyone's asking me and sell that. And that kind of like jump started the journey of webinars and collaborations and like selling digital things online and teaching, which obviously was a full fledged transition into where we are now. Yeah. And when I started, it was it was definitely too broad. So I offered everything from business cards to billboards, which we've talked about before being a little too <laughs> much variety. And I gave too much of the options to my clients. But as you will learn, being in business, Oftentimes, your clients, regardless of industry, they don't know what they want. Mm -hmm. You have to tell them what they want. You have to guide them through the process. And so my first pivot was really narrowing down my product lineup. And I got really clear on what I offered. And it was very specific. It was branding and website design. That was it. There was not a lot of fluff. There was not a lot of extras. I had a couple of packages. And that was all you could book me for. These were high-end packages. We're talking two to $10,000 per client. So when I transitioned to that, the types of clients I was working with drastically changed. No longer was it the small one-woman shop. It was businesses that were growing. I mean, large businesses, generally a lot of them in the manufacturing industry. I thought that we would end up working with food-based businesses mm -hmm. for a while because that's where it just started going. But, you know, I found myself 
struggling with enjoying the planning process more and then guiding them through the growth more than I was implementing the actual design itself. And though I was good at it, I just resented my time in front of the computer and I knew that ultimately it had it had to change. Mm-hmm. And so after we had a really successful month, I mean, it was awesome. We made great money, but we were both so burnt out. And so we decided we were going to put more emphasis into our online education. It was something we had already started. So this was brewing in the background. We didn't just magically go from offering one thing to offering another. There was a transition period. We added on Biz Chick Co-op, mm-hmm. which was our first course. Well, I guess it was technically our second course. Mm-hmm. Emily had Pricing to Profit, which is now transitioned into the Money Making Creative. And then we offered the Biz Chick Co-op starting the December we started working together and that grew and we really spent some time putting content into that and growing it. And what we thought was going to be a membership site quickly transitioned (laughs) into just a course. Mm -hmm. And then one course became multiple courses and then clients, we just booked less and less Mm -hmm. and less. And the big thing that changed was how we were talking to people Mm -hmm. everywhere. So this is the piece that I want to spend a good chunk of time on is we changed the conversation. When we were in the midst of a pivot, when we were in the midst of wanting to transition, we had to change the conversation online about ourselves Mm -hmm. before the business caught up to it. Yep. And I think a lot of you, this is where you guys get scared when you are wanting to transition and wanting to pivot. We hear all the time of people asking, do I like tell my current clients what's happening? Do I make a new website? Do I make a different Instagram handle? Like, how do I like warn people that this thing is happening? And you might hear, you know, conflicting advice on this part of the piece, but we'll tell you what we personally did and what we've seen work for other people. I don't think you owe anyone an explanation for what you're doing and why. It's very rare that you need to like have a clear cut, like a clear hard stop and a hard start to something new, right? So you have the freedom to define what your business looks like and how it sounds and what it offers and who it's talking to whenever you want without any sort of notice. Like you don't have to send a letter or an email if you don't want to. We didn't. We started transitioning different pages on our website, the about page, different product descriptions. We took some just flat out off of our website. We started saying different things in our blog. So teaching different things instead of showing off client work, talking to our people differently on social media and creating a different strategy behind that instead of highlighting, you know, design or marketing tactics in the sense of here's what we created and here's why it's awesome. Here's what you can, you know, do on your own, or here's how this actually helps you in your marketing. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. 
I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So... Go into it with an open mind and know that the conversation can change even if other things are still happening. Mm -hmm. So even though the services page was down and we said we were no longer taking clients, we're not stupid. (laughs) We still need a paycheck. And so there was several months of transition. We say all the time where it was like, we transitioned to coursework. Yes, mm-hmm. that's where we put our emphasis outwardly. But inwardly, we still had major projects we had to finish, mm-hmm. contracts we needed to fulfill, and a couple monthly clients that were like, hey, will you stick with us through this Transition. kind of crazy yeah. part of our lives? Because we really like you. 
and your steady income for us. And we told them that <laughs> we were not afraid to say your steady income for us. Yep. And we appreciate that. And yep. we will work hard for you, but we're not going to talk about what we do for you anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to focus on this other thing. Yeah. So we were really open and honest with them, but on a really personal basis, it wasn't a blanket statement out right. to all of our clients in this very official like email It was someone emailed us about a project and depending on what it was, we would either politely say no or work with them Mm -hmm. anyway because we needed to get paid. And it took months. We had a couple months where we made very little Mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, we had enough savings and supportive spouses and them having consistent Mm -hmm. income where it didn't necessarily affect us enough that we had to like close our doors and shut up shop. Right. Right. We definitely, I think looking back now probably should have pulled back a little bit earlier on paying ourselves a little bit less, probably three to six months earlier than what we did. But what's funny is that you don't necessarily know that a transition is happening until you're kind of on the other side. You don't know how big of a transition it is. You might know that you're making some tweaks, obviously taking some pages off your website. That's very like intentional, right? But you don't necessarily know like how big of an impact that thing is going to have until you are on the other side of that. And I think holding back because of that fear of not being ready for the other thing and afraid of what your current clients or customers are going to think because you're doing that, that thing is a made up thing in your head. It isn't something that they're actually thinking about, that they're actively looking at your website about what you're offering and what you're doing. As long as you're focused on delivering well for those clients still, even though that they're not your focus of you know getting more of those type of people, you're going to transition just fine. But It should be known that here at TCC, the business that we have now, what we offer now was 100% a side hustle for many months. And it wasn't until like we had to like sit down with each other and say, okay, do we want to continue focusing on bringing in clients and like creating a boutique and like offering one-on-one client work? Or do we want this other thing? We didn't even know what that other thing was, but do we want to focus on this thing that we called Think Creative Collective at the time, even though that's what our business, we're like, Think Creative Collective's future. What does that look like? And we had to actually designate times in our week for us to focus on the bigger picture of TCC. So it began as Fridays was the future of TCC. We would do absolutely no client work, no client outreach, nothing in the regards of what our current business was doing on Fridays. We would focus on client work and everything else Monday through Thursday. Then that kind of transitioned to, okay, well, TCC future got Fridays and Mondays, and then they would get a couple extra days and a couple extra days when pretty soon our weeks began to look more future focused instead of doing the client stuff in that day and time. The thing you need to focus on as you start to transition and as you start to think about what that pivot is going to be, or if there's multiple pivots, what your ultimate pivot is going to be, you need to be focused on your future. So I know many of you are like, but I love this. I want to do this forever. But you need to think about what is it like when you have kids or 
Like, how was it on your body? Many of these roles that you're doing, like being a wedding photographer, for instance, it is so hard on your knees and you're just, you're just tired. Like it's just so many hours and then editing. I mean, I could go into it, but think about your life and lifestyle and what you want it to be like later. And as you transition, how do you want your income streams to be set up so that you can plan for your future Mm -hmm. so that you can have more, I want to say income that's, you know, a little less tied to your time, Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily something that is truly, truly What's the word? I don't know what you're trying to say. I can't read your mind right now. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe it'll come to you later. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Flippin'. My thing is, that's what we mean at the beginning when we're saying focus on that lifestyle change. Focus on the reason of why you want to transition in the first place. Because if you have that top of mind, if you have what you want differently in your life because of the job, That's what's going to keep driving you forward. Because at the end of the day, we all just, it's a job, right? What we do here at TCC, it's our job. It's what we do. What you do as a photographer or as an accountant or whatever, maybe that's your job, right? But why do you keep doing that job? What is the purpose? How does it affect your day to day? And that's what you need to focus on. And if it's not Like if how you do that job and the effect that it has on you isn't what you like, what's that pivot? What are the changes and the decisions that need to be made in order to change that piece? Passive. (laughs) (laughs) Passive income, guys. Oh my gosh. Five minutes later, (laughs) passive. What I was trying to say was I know a lot of you want passive income, which is awesome. I totally want that for you too. I want you to wake up and have money sitting in your email inbox. It is the best feeling. I cannot replicate it any other way, but it is not passive. And I've (laughs) talked about it a million times of how that word is so deceiving, Mm -hmm. but truly there are ways to implement systems There are ways to add automation so that people can purchase something from you that doesn't take more time away from you as things go on, as things Mm -hmm. progress. And you only have to do the work once. Now, the work once may be a lot (laughs) and marketing that work may also be a lot. another job. Is another (laughs) job. But passive income is possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're in the camp. We're just not the people that are going to steer you away from that. We, we truly believe that almost every single type of business can have some sort of quote passive realm to what they offer. I'm not saying it needs to be your whole business. Exactly. Exactly. But what piece of that can you automate and create, do the work once so you can get it out the door? Because do you want to be the 50 year old wedding photographer? What does your life look like then? Do you want to be doing one-on-one client work literally forever? Some of you do. It's not a bad thing. The answer to that, if it's yes, girl, own it. Like there is no right or wrong answer here, but I want you asking yourself those questions. I don't want you just poo-pooing that off and creating this thing because I was almost here as a photographer when I started transitioning enough 
and working with more and more creatives, I was so fulfilled. I was so happy. I was like, holy crap, this is what I've been missing. I didn't like working with families and kids and like answering those type of questions. I loved working with my peers and people who were building businesses and doing these awesome things. And I, I could have stayed there, right? I could have just kept shooting for them and stylizing for them because it was good enough and it fulfilled a little bit of that. But I still didn't want to be working nights and weekends, which is what I was doing. I was creating this business that I thought was my passion, but I was still shooting on the weekends, editing at nights, doing session premieres at night in the evening when people were home from work. Why would I want to keep building this thing that I quote loved if it wasn't even on this schedule that I enjoyed? So I really... Some of you may love that. Absolutely. And, but, and I didn't even realize that I didn't love that until I didn't love it. I realized, holy crap, I'm now happy because I'm doing work that really fulfills me, but I'm still unhappy because it's on this schedule that I didn't even realize I didn't want until I was like almost locked in, right? Almost married to that thing. And I think that if you stop asking yourself those questions, you get comfortable, right? It's just like any other relationship. Oh, every, we're, right? We like, get comfortable all the take time. Take your sweatpants off, put on some fancy pants, right? Like pretty yourself up, however that means to you and truly like date your business for a second. Like, are you just doing it because it's easy and comfortable and you can burp in front of each other? Or like, do you need to kind of go do something scary and like take your business like out, right? Because here's what happens. Regardless of how many times you pivot, you're going to keep wanting more and different things. Your life will change you will continue to mature. Newsflash, we keep getting older. Yeah. What? <laughs> you might have children. Your kids start growing up. and Your, your priorities change. Your priorities shift. Yeah. And so you're like, well, shit. Yeah. I thought I had my life a little bit figured out. Yeah. And now I don't. And, and well, and we went through that other, we've gone through these leaps and transitions many times, even here at TCC, where we thought we were locked and loaded and married and set and we're good. We're getting comfortable. And then bam, like a lot of health issues and a freaking baby came into our lives. So we're like, oh shit, shit. Like we don't want to keep doing this, this type of piece over here, this type of strategy or this launch or this whatever, because it means longer hours and more stress and having to be on more often. We want more off time. So, okay, that means we need to do something different. And so we've talked about that transition a little bit, but we have gone through them as well. And I guarantee you it's going to happen again as my kid gets older or there are more kids in TCC and just life changes. So you just have to keep asking yourselves those questions. And we sat down for like three or four hours at a coffee shop and literally like, Look into my eyes, Abby, and tell me what you want out of life. And I know sometimes when it's just you, it's really hard to have that really intense kind of conversation. Because I feel like sometimes it's easier because it's almost like we're spouses. Right. And we get to have that. What makes you happy? (laughs) That intimate, personal conversation. And we can ask each other those hard questions. But if you don't necessarily have that. You can invite someone in yeah. to ask you those questions, even if they don't ultimately make the decisions for you. Right. So maybe you bounce those ideas off of your spouse, or maybe you get a really good business friend in, and you both talk about it, and you both challenge each other, and mm-hmm. you talk about your separate businesses, or maybe you need a coach who's going to walk you through the process. 
I know Jessica Ely would oh, yeah. crush your yes. crush you and break you down and, in all the good ways. <laughs> in all the perfect ways. <laughs> but you're gonna get to a point where you're comfortable and then you have to ask yourself, do you wanna keep going at this pace or right. do you wanna change again? Yeah. And ultimately there's never like a destination. Like you have to just keep going. Mm -hmm. This business is a journey. This business is ever evolving. And are you in the driver's seat? Or are you just like letting it happen to you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want you to really consider this episode as the friend asking you those hard questions, right? Sit here and ask yourself, you can be doing what you love and creating work that fuels your soul. But if there's something still missing, is it that lifestyle piece? Is it the schedule? Is it the amount of time or energy or traveling or whatever that has to be done? That's, oh, hey, this actually isn't what I wanted to do. So what can you transition slightly and pivot and make different for that to change for you? And ultimately, at the end of all of it, Once you have the answer to those questions and know that, okay, this is the end lifestyle that I'm working towards, you kind of just have to make the leap and you're going to have to make lots of leaps. Every time you pivot, every time you transition, it's a little bit of leap of faith that this is going to work and it's going to iron out smoothly at the end of the day. I don't want you to let it just sit there as this someday maybe dream that can happen to you. You have to go out there and make it happen. You have to create it yourself. What it looks like today, this quarter, for the next six months, whatever, may not be the pretty shiny thing it's going to look like ultimately. And that's okay. I don't want you to say no to the whatever, like, if you call it mediocre transition, right? You may not be doing exactly what you want to be doing forever, but start getting your feet wet. Offer what you can right now that's going to make you money this week. Like ask yourself this week, what can you put out by Friday, right? For money and you can send someone there and they will put in their credit card info and pay you money. What is that thing? Offer that thing now So you can start getting rewarded financially for doing something that you're good at, which will be a huge driver in you moving forward, period, because money's awesome. (laughs) And it's going to start to get you actually learning how business works, right? You learn by doing in this world and in this industry. So just do it. So once you kind of have that MVP figured out and you're really focused on getting people in the door and getting paid, you got to put top of mind on what you want. Mm -hmm. I think if you forget what you want, you start to get really frustrated with where you're at right now. You're forgetting the reason, like the lifestyle change, the reason behind you doing what you're doing. Because if you don't have the answer of what that job looks like, then you're just like, well, I don't even know what I want to do. So I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. But you can still have something driving you if you know the reason. Yeah. You got to look towards what is that thing that you want? What is the thing that you really want to do? And I know you think, well, I don't deserve to think about this. I have so many other things to take care of. Girl, (laughs) you deserve to know what you want. Like what? Like that's so goofy. Like you're always focused on taking care of everyone else for once in your life. I want you to spend an hour and a half 
actually thinking about where you want your life to go. Mm-hmm. Is that so hard to like put yourself first for an hour? Like to think through where you want to be and what you want your life to be like and how you want your day to play out? Because life is going to be super miserable if you're always putting everyone else first. Well, and when you ask yourself those questions of what do you want your life to look like based off the reason and the lifestyle and what do you want differently when you have your job, like what does that affect and create? It's not going to just outspit a career no, right? no. or a business idea or a product idea. That's not the purpose of that exercise. It's for you to know why you're going to be pivoting, transitioning, learning, starting with money now, like the MVP so you can get money in the door now. It's going to be the reason why you keep doing those things so you can keep getting closer and closer to reaching it. And I'm going to tell you, as soon as you get closer to reaching it, something in your life is going to change where that thing is going to have to pivot. And then you're going to have to pivot again. That's kind of how this whole thing works. Yeah, unfortunately, you just never quite get there, (laughs) which is good because I think at some point someone told me this recently. Once you get used to the idea that you never quite get there, you are a little more comfortable Mm -hmm. with it never quite getting there. Mm -hmm. And you're used to living that life and lifestyle. And it is more of a driver Mm -hmm. instead of something that constantly discourages you because Otherwise, you're like, but I never reach my goals. I never reach my dreams if I'm constantly changing what they are. But girl, you've got lots of things to celebrate along the way. You've accomplished so much and you've done so many amazing things. You just have to celebrate the journey and stop worrying about where you're ultimately going. Mm -hmm. So your homework, we're not doing talk strategy to me. I'm giving you homework, okay? So I want you by the end of this week to come up with your MVP. What is the thing that you can put up on your website this week that you can sell, that you can do, that you can help other people with and start driving people to that thing and get it sold? And then I want you to ask yourself the bigger picture questions, not what you want to do, not what you want to sell or offer. Don't give me the BS responses of, I want to be a coach that helps women through their creative journeys or whatever. Okay, that's great. Why? Why do you want to do that? What's the purpose of you working your ass off to create that business? Why? So MVP, get it up for sale. And then I want you to have your why behind what you want to do. Not the title of your business, not what you want to put on your business card underneath your name. None of that. I don't care what it is. I want to know why you want to do it. And if you need more help with the why, there's a whole episode on the why behind the why. Yeah. And you can dive deep into that. We are excited to see what you do. We know you are capable. We know you can do this. Mm-hmm. We know you just need a little push. Yep. And then head into our community and tell us the answers to those questions. Yeah. I would love to hear what your MVP is. And I would love to hear, you know, your entire point of doing this. Right? So share it with us. Head over to thinkcreativecollective.com slash community. And get your booty in there. Go introduce yourself and then answer those questions, okay? You're really pretty. We love you so much. Keep kicking ass. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. 
We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.